0: So, I teased before headlines that I came across this article earlier today, stumbled upon it on Twitter from the Washington Post, saw it from Keith McMillan, he used to cover the the racial slurs for the Washington Post, now he does some other football stuff, but it was on, on their newspaper's website, the Washington Post, and the basic idea of it was, it's okay to be a bandwagon fan. If anything, they're encouraging being a bandwagon fan with the idea being... You go through enough hardships and, and you face enough adversity in your life that sports should not be one of those things. And the headline is, Spare yourself the agony of allegiance. Become a bandwagon fan. And it talks about, you know, imagine being a Falcons fan. He, threw, he took a little shot at my Jaguars, which I always appreciate. and really I do, I appreciate it. I'm all about it. Now I'll counter this article with another one that I read back in the summer before the Cubs won the World Series and you know they're they're this this laughing stock of an organization or at least a running joke about them not having won a World Series in 108 years. It's just that. It's a running joke around baseball and you get Cubs fans where a lot of them commiserate in their team's failures and that's how they get their enjoyment out of sports is commiserating with other Cubs fans. So a lot of this just, it depends on where you are on the spectrum of fandom. Because on the one extreme, on, on we'll call it on the, on the, on the far end, on the, off to the far right, you have the true sense of the word fan being short for the word fanatic. You have the fan who lives and dies with their team, and they you know, they, they have all the jerseys, and they bleed pick your team's color. And on the other end, well, c- close to the other end, you have, for the most part, you have people that work in sports media. You know, they want to see their team do well, but ultimately, it's not their job to be a fan and care about you know, care about the team's success or, f- or failure. On the far end, on the far left end, you know, the closest example I can think of would probably be somebody that works in, in, uh, in, in operations. You know, in, in stadium operations where, th- you know, they may have an association with this team. They don't even really work for the team. They work for the company that owns the stadium. But just by by indirect association, they may, you know, it may be nice if the team does well. If they win or lose, you know, they may care a little bit. But for the most part, their biggest concern is whether the game day operations go well. So those are the two extremes. And then it just depends on how you perceive this how you perceive this article and, and this viewpoint really just depends on where you are on that spectrum, if you're more towards the fan or if you're more towards the the working end of it. and, and that just I mean that, that part of it just depends on your profession. but there's there's room for all different kinds of people all up and down the spectrum and it just it, it depends on where you are. For me, it goes back to what we talked about on Monday, where championships aren't the be all end all for deciding who the best team in that sport is that year, anyway. And we talked about it on Monday with the Super Bowl, that that game doesn't necessarily mean, it doesn't tell me flat out with you, as an absolute that the Patriots are the best team in the NFL in 2017. Now, it's pretty easy to make that argument because they're just historically one of the best teams around here over the last, what, 15 years or so since Brady took over. But there are examples throughout sports, there have been examples throughout sports over the last 10-11 months with these championship games we talked about on Monday where one or two bounces is deciding these games and you get these one-game scenarios where all of a sudden Michigan State gets caught on a bad night and they get beat by Middle Tennessee State which doesn't mean that Middle Tennessee State is better than Michigan State. One-game sample sizes just have a tendency to, to skew things. So that's where I go with that first, that just because a team wins a championship, you can feel good, you can be excited about it, but it's not the be-all, end-all in the first place. And it's clear that the perspective, whoever is writing this is from the perspective that they're on the far right and where, I don't need any more adversity in my life, where if your team loses... Your your days ruined. You're, you're 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 going into bed, turning the blind, uh, closing the blinds, turning the lights out, and going to sleep at seven o'clock after your team loses. That's the perception, or the perspective that this article is coming from, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong if that's the way that you want to go. If that if you want to be a bandwagon fan, then that's then that's fine. But to me, it it just it doesn't feel worth it. The article talks about sports being an escape, which I completely agree. Sports absolutely is an escape. I've talked about that on the show before, especially now in 2017 when politics takes over so much of the conversation, and and everything seems to have some political angle, or somebody accuses everything of having the of having a political angle. Where you have the 84 Lumber commercial in the Super Bowl that takes away some of the innocence. Of Super Bowl commercials and everything's got a political agenda. Sports absolutely is. It's a getaway. It, it's it, it's it, one of its core purposes is to distract us from the other hardships and adversities that that are a part of our life that we go through every day. The less fun elements of our lives. But this route is a lonely escape. If you want to call it an escape, it is. But it it feels like a lonely escape. Because there are times where I, I want to watch sports by myself. I want I want solitude to be a part of my sports watching. Whether regardless of of what teams or what sport it is, there are times where 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 sports is me time, and I'm not worried about any other fans or any other people around. But there are also times where where there where there is a social element, and that's one of the things that I think a lot of a lot of people. Like about sports is that social element whether you're going to a game or going to a sports bar or going out to watch a game Whatever, you know inviting friends over having a Super Bowl party that social element is a, a key part of sports and you can have that as a bandwagon fan but You're probably going to be surrounded by strangers rather than people, you know And it's really easy to feel lonely in a crowd of strangers even if there's a ton of people around it's easy to feel lonely actually uh, the, the more uh, the more people there are around the easier it is to feel lonely if you don't know anybody and and everybody's paired off and and you're you're watching the same game as a bandwagon fan but it's a different kind of social element and maybe this is my biased view of sports as as someone who has a different kind. someone As someone who's a different kind of fan now. Now that work is involved. Maybe this is a biased view of it. I don't know. I'll, I'll leave the phones open if you want to get in. 507-437-7666 is the telephone number. 507-437-7666. You can also text in. The text line is 299-2972. The Moor County Sports Live text line. Maybe this is my biased view of it. But even in the best case scenario with a bandwagon situation like this, even in the best case scenario, you, you you jump on a team's bandwagon and the first year that you hop on board, they win a championship. It can't possibly be that satisfying. You know, let's say you, you've lived in Minnesota your entire life. And then all of a sudden, work brings you down to, oh, I don't know. Let's let's go with Florida. Sunny South Florida. Work brings you down to South Florida. And the first year that you're down there, the Miami Heat resurrect their winning ways and, and win a championship. There's going to be that moment of, hey, you know, that's cool. Move down here and the Heat won a championship. Cool. But it's not going to go any further than that. That's, that, that's just going to be it. That's going to be the end of it. You'll have that quick flame, but then it's going to go out. It's it's like cheating on a spouse. Maybe it's exciting for a, for a hot second, and then that's it. And if you're going with this bandwagon idea, you go from season to season, team to team, just cheating on your spouse with one new woman after another that you just have no attachment to outside of, oh, we'll always have that night. Oh, what a night. What a night that was. We'll always have that night. And then another one, and another one, and another one, and so on and so forth, and on the other end of that, maybe you jump on a bandwagon, and then they don't win a championship, and it's like you go out and try to find the next woman, and she rejects you. Maybe she throws a drink in your face. Maybe she embarrasses you and throws a drink in your face, a.k.a. Your team loses and your and your your friends rag on you for jumping on the bandwagon team that lost the championship and you have to deal with that humiliation. Maybe it's your drink that she threw at you. And so you lose out on that financial investment that goes to waste. AK, you pick a new team, you you buy a jersey, maybe you go to a game or two and they don't win a title, which fans care about so much even though they're meaningless more often than not. And now we're talking about a financial investment. It just sounds like a lot of work for not nearly enough reward. Even in the most extreme case of a rational fandom where you don't owe anybody that explanation for why you're a bandwagon fan. Because it's more likely than not that your experience won't be much different than a fan of a struggling team. You're taking the flack all season. Hoping that this is our year, and oh, the only difference is, boy, are you in trouble if it's not? It just—it sounds exhausting. Is what it sounds like. Trying to remember everything, trying to go from one team to the next, trying to pretend to be, uh, trying to pr- pretend to be the fan, being the bandwagon fan. It sounds exhausting. Get a life. We're a little bit behind. Got to get to a break, but. Told you at the top of the show that we're going to continue the conversations with some of our Moore County area student-athletes that made their decisions on National Signing Day next week. And Graham Meadows Christopher Bain, and join the show next.